Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FingerLakes1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. And now your host, Chris Marquardt. And good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this edition of the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast. Appreciate everybody tuning in and hanging out with us here for a little while. Episode number 341 on deck. It's uh, it is a chilly, chilly night inside the FingerLakes1.com studios. It, Brian stayed home. It was so cold he didn't even want to didn't even want to bother messing with it. It is freezing in here, man. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, we got we got a good show on deck. We've, we're going to be catching up with Mark Elliott. Uh, some more news on the uh, the front of the Unified Point Series. Got some more dates coming out for that. Uh, the first points event of 2021 is in the books with Redneck Rumble's conclusion. We'll be getting into some of those details. And then on top of that, we're also going to be talking to Michael Kelly, who this is an impressive thing in its own right, coming up with back-to-back wins in the uh, metric DP class over there at Redneck Rumble. So we can, we'll be catching up with him on some of those, t- those details. So glad everybody is checked in this evening. Alex Vasco saying hello. Larry Sullivan checking in, Mark Step, everybody tuning in on Facebook. We sure do appreciate that. And then hi to everybody out there on the Finger Lakes One page coming in through YouTube as well. Uh, a couple notes to, to hit on first. Um, Dan Bolton celebrating a birthday today. So happy birthday to Dan Cordell Hansen. He had a birthday over the weekend. And then uh, Prodigy Gaming, Lee Sager celebrating two years of streaming action on Facebook. A little bit of a two-year anniversary for Lee out there and also want to keep Elvis thumb in our thoughts uh, his mom had a had a bit of a stroke and she's facing an uphill battle out there um uh in the E2 land uh over there with the the sliders um so we're thinking of them and then also over the weekend uh Tom Bell uh celebrating 1 year of getting to ring the bell and be cancer free so we sure do I want to make mention of all of those things, the good and the bad, and and we're thinking of everybody. Brian, last time we talked with you, you were celebrating the uh, the the start of the football season. Now it turns out you're going to have a modified JV and varsity season all at one time with less than a full team. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> we had our first football meeting, official football meeting, I guess you call it, last week, and uh, not quite the uh, the uh, attendance we were hoping for. Um, I don't know. Uh, frustrating as a coach um hopefully we get uh, we get some things going the right way uh practice doesn't actually start for about a month um kids are starting their uh their fall sports today wrestling basketball um so on and so forth so hopefully uh we're gonna have another meeting here in a couple weeks and hopefully we can get a few more people there and uh zach actually went back and started at a at, uh, the camp he goes to uh yesterday so He's kind of walking around today. Well, we we did a pretty heavy leg day last week, and then today he was uh, he had camp yesterday. So today he was walking around a little a little gingerly, but uh, we made it to the gym. So everything's good. We're just uh, counting down the days. Um, yeah, I, you know, I, I had full intentions of coming down tonight, and uh, the last couple of days I've just felt a little off, kind of a feel like a sinus infection coming on, but 
Um, I don't really want to call the doctors and say, hey, I think I got a sinus infection because, you know, they're going to say, oh, no, it's COVID and blah, 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 and I don't want to deal with that. So trying to tough it out a little bit, but I just just in case I didn't want to take a chance to give you something to take home to the family. So here I am. I'm uh, listening or talking to you and uh, watching Luke Soil Late Models at uh, Bubba Speedway. So kind of a good night. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're getting to tune into some late models. I watched some of that over the course of the weekend. Um sharing in a, one of the servers that I was in on Friday night, so that was fun to see. Uh, I got to see some some Jimmy Owens, some Tim McCready action. That was fun. Yep. Um, was a, was a, it was a pretty good weekend, all in all. There was a lot of online derby happening. There was, a, uh, and Of course, there was Redneck Rumble that Derby T streamed. Um, they posted some, some outstanding response, plus all the fans that got to watch in person. So it looks like everybody was itching to get some derby action in, and one of the people that were front and center for that was Mark Elliott. Mark Elliott got to be down there and participate a little bit in kicking off the 2021 Derby season. There was some schedule information that came out this weekend, so I'm sure Mark is uh, is going to be a wealth of information here for us tonight. Uh, following up on last week's appearance, how how great was it to be at a Derby with with Wicked and back in Sturgis? It it, it looked like things almost felt normal. Uh oh. There we go. Did, uh, can you hear me? I got you. Yep. Yep. You're okay. Uh, well, first, before I forget this, hey Brian, are you a are you an offense or defense guy in football? Uh, defense. I like to hit people. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, how would you like to try to run the ball up the middle, Brian? <laughs> in, in my younger days, I think I would, I would I would take that chance because I had some pretty good speed. Now I would not do it in a heartbeat. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I just listen to Brian talk about football like he's uh, oh, so I about went rated R. He's uh he's uh you can just hear the grit. Like I am surprised a bit to hear him say defense. He likes to hit people because that's how he talks about driving derby cars. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I've been known to drive a little hard on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, the Redneck Rumble, uh, it, it went pretty good. Uh, it's always uh, Union County is a special fair board. Uh, they, put, uh, they put all resources on deck. So, uh, Doug Omer, um, I learned that he started that derby 11 years ago. And one thing I didn't ask is how many promoters that's been. But uh, 11 years ago, and uh, he's been the fair board president for 16 years, and he passed that torch this year to uh, to a co, uh, co-board member Jeff. And I didn't get Jeff's last name, but uh, Doug is still going to do that. He's still going to champion the derby, but... And I just thought that was, I mean, there's a lot of promoters that I've seen go about 10 years, and uh, to think he's been doing that for 11 years, I mean, they, like I said, they're all resources on deck. So this derby, uh, it wasn't one that just kind of came up out of nowhere. This is one that, that had some lineage before uh, before Wicked got there. Um, but at the, at the same time, the, the move-in doors – uh, seemed to be something that, in bringing Brandon Dixon in, also helped a ton with with Wicked. It seemed to be a real shot in the arm. Yeah, ever since uh, 
ever since I've been going down there and helping, Wicked has been the promoter. And, uh, I mean, you know, there's always, you always look back on shows and there's always a few little things that little slips or misses. But, but overall, the, the big picture, uh, they've, they've definitely got it running like a well-tuned machine, uh, both with Wicked and and with the Union County Fair Board. So for, for me, it, it allows me to uh, really focus on trying to get my ducks in a row and, and not so much have to worry about whether we're going to start on time or some things like that where I would normally be going around and poking and prodding and, and trying to make sure that but man, they just had they had everything ready. We started on time and we was over at midnight. It, it was really great. <laughs> One of the things that I love about Mark is he is not shy about going down to the inspection line and, and pushing to make sure that the show starts on time. <laughs> well, at Rexark we call that holding each other accountable. So uh you know, the second the second that I'm slipping on something I would I would I would appreciate, you know, somebody kind of keeping me in check, too. So, And I've been there, you know. I've been there, and there ain't nothing worse than you're getting inside that last hour, and you you kind of know how long it's been taken for each car, and you look back there and see about 23 cars, and you kind of do the math in your head, and you're like, well, it just feels like you're screwed. So I've been there, but, no, they had a, they had a real good plan. They, they had the first two classes done uh, before – a half hour before start time, and uh, and then Brandon and some other guys stayed back and inspected the heavier cars because they, they had two pretty heavy classes, and they inspected those cars. Man, I believe through the first two heats, it was a while before I ever even seen him. So uh, they did a hell of a job, and, and just kudos to, kudos to them, all the vendors, and definitely all the – Probably three to four thousand plus Derby fans. I mean, it was a, it wasn't, it wasn't real cold, but it was just raining and just, it was just a nasty day. But man, it didn't stop anybody from freaking partying and buying parts and having a good time. Well, I was leafing through the schedule. We got to get, we got to get into the the results, the guts of um, uh, Redneck Rumble here in a moment. But we're going to circle back to the schedule as well. Uh, but I, I got real excited. May 28th to 30th, Smash It's Bash for Cash is on the schedule. So do you know something we don't about that definitively going to be happening? I I don't. I know that I know that Tim is as hopeful and driven as I've ever seen him. And, uh, I mean, if there's a crack in that wall, he's going to dive through it. So... Uh, I was just, I'm so blessed, the whole schedule. Uh, the first thing I thought you were going to point out was that I'll, I'll be in New York, and I've never been to New York, so I'm smiling right now just thinking about that. There's Illinois with Toast Promotions, you know, just we're going to be out there and we and we weren't there. I mean, it just, there's so much, there's so much that, that we're excited about. Uh, and <clears throat> I don't know if you caught it, I just didn't have it. I didn't have it in my heart. Uh, there's still a few promoters that were even in last year that, that aren't in yet, and mm. they just they don't know they don't know their dates. Okay. Uh, they're really really struggling with that, and I really do have sympathy for them. So I kind of took I took a little bit of your guys' advice last week and and 
really about six or seven other people that kind of just said the same thing, that nobody's going to hold me to the cross uh, over doing that. And, you know, there's 34 shows on the schedule that is out there, and I'm going to leave it open until March 1st for, for those guys. If they can get a show in, great. And if not, at least I, I know we at least tried to work with them and didn't just lock it out on the 30th like the original plan was. The I, I saw the NDDA's Bluegrass Bash is not on there yet, but I anticipate that will be added eventually. That's uh was supposed to be in March. It actually canceled last week, Chris, oh, unfortunately. Okay. that's And that's the only reason it's not on there. They They... they, they they really it canceled, postponed, but it's it's going to be in 2022 in March. So, okay. uh, unfortunately, they they had to pull the plug on that. I missed uh, I missed the the specifics on that. Um, so that one is that one is off the schedule at this point. But yep, you're going to be making your way into New York for uh, for the San Filippo event. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I just. That's one that I've always at least wanted to just go to, uh, let alone be a part of it, and and uh, excited. And it's always fell on another show, mm-hmm. and this year that show is on a different week. It just it has worked out perfect. There's so many things that worked out well. You know, there's some things, obviously, you're always going to be disappointed about a few things. Got a lot of great feedback from drivers, and, and you know, some drivers that are disappointed that, that they didn't see what, what they wanted to see on there, but... It all comes from the. I believe it all comes from the same place. I, I believe everybody wants wants the best, and uh, definitely, uh, it felt good to check that first box. It feels even better uh, to have a little bit of time before the next one. Uh, just finished up tax preparation tonight, <laughs> and just getting everything lined back out. But because once April hits, I think it's just about every weekend until November. Yeah, it's it's uh it gets pretty dense pretty fast there. Um, the next de- event isn't until April seventeenth at the moment. That's going to be Toast Granite City event in Sauk Rapids, Minnesota. So we'll dive into that a little bit more deep in uh, in a moment or two here. But Redneck Rumble twenty twenty one that was the launch of the twenty twenty one season for the Unified Point Series. Chris Rakers coming away with the win in the compact side of things. Rockers. Oh, I'm sorry, Rockers. He uh. He had a pretty good weekend overall, coming over the win there. Second place, Hunter McQuarrie and uh, Calvin Leonard, third place. But uh, Chris Rockers um, picked up the win there, cashing the big check, and also won the 50-50, which, which was a $2,000 pot. Yeah, it was awesome, man. He was he was grinning from ear to ear. And I had to take a double take. You know, when you're down there on the track and all those people are staring at you, like it's almost like, your vision's almost a little blurry, like you're not real focused on just one single face. Mm-hmm. And he gave me his ticket and looked at me, and he was grinning. And I'm like, and he's like, yeah, it's me. And I'm like, son of a fuck, what a night, man. Comes off with a win in the in the first heat of the night and then uh, got him the 50-50. So just seeing how happy he was, and I, I don't know why. If somebody was with him, and I always like to see people happy, and they was definitely happy. Trevor Petke came with the win in the bone stock side of things, winning over Ted Cooper and Travis Jackson. We've seen Trevor have some success down there in Sturgis, kind of made it his own stomping ground a couple of different times. Uh, uh, he and uh, Bill Miller finding some success down there, and, and it continues on in 2021. Yeah. Yep. So at this point, we're looking at a, a five-way tie for the lead in the point series. 
the co-pilot class, the father and the son pair of Garrett and Stephen Waters got the win in over Chris Depro and Dave Lucas. David Jaynes and Jacob Moore taking third in that one. The Metric Old School class was another father and son pair. This one was pretty cool. Remington Stevens taking the win over Jeff Stevens. The father and the son uh, taking first and second over Justin uh, uh, Linke. And Remington celebrating his 17th birthday in Victory Lane. That's not too bad place to, to find yourself. Yeah, his his dad his dad shared with me that he's just been derbying all his life, and his dad derbied all his life. I mean, it's it's my arm hair standing up right now. It's in their blood. And before he went out, Jeff stopped me, and uh, you know I don't know him that well, but he just grabbed me and stopped me and introduced himself and said, "When his boy come out, please just tell him happy birthday and tell him that his dad loves him." And man, that just that meant the world to me, being a parent and. Uh, and then to go out there, I mean, it was uh, it was rowdy. When it got down inside the top ten, I mean, they was ballparking each other. It was anybody's <laughs> game, and uh, they kept their nose clean, and they were there at the bottom. And when it come down to them, too, they started getting it on. And uh, <laughs> I don't know if Dad was <laughs> too into the wheel shots he was taking, but uh, it, it was very cool to watch. So Dad didn't shut it off for him, huh? Oh, hell no. No. <laughs> He pinned him. He pinned him in between a dead car and started smoking his front left wheel. And I don't know. Maybe he shut it off at that point before he got a wheel ripped off. But uh, <laughs> the Remington wasn't pulling any punches from at least from where I was sitting. And if he was, he's the best seventeen-year-old actor I've ever seen. <laughs> and then uh, Michael Kelly. What a what a what a what a deal for him coming away with a win in the metric DP class. Uh, Josh uh, Dimmo. I think that's what that says was Dimmel. And then uh, Cody Klemke and Cody Parrish coming away with uh, third place in the Mad Dog Award. This is the second in a row for Michael winning in that metric DP class. Yeah, so Josh Dimmel, they got second. Him and his wife, Felicia, they had come up and, and they joined the sponsorship team that oh, nice. night at the, at the Derby. And uh, and they joined in as a as a sponsor and, and gave cash for the purse. And... Uh, to go out there and see him have success, uh, she didn't have as much luck. She went out a little early, but uh, they were out there, you know, husband and wife running, and, and to see him get second, his whole family was pumped. But, no, Michael Kelly, you know, I don't I don't want to steal any of his thunder because I know you've got him going coming on, but hats off to him for even coming on because I, I, when you said you were trying to get a hold of him, I didn't know if he would he would come on. So, so if you're listening, Michael, kudos to you because uh, – I definitely enjoy hearing hearing your story, and uh, and I know that a lot of people will. He 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 overcome challenges all day long, and he's a hell of a builder and a hell of a, a dude, honestly. And I've I've known and been derbying with him for years, and to watch him progress into somebody that I would just say he's going to be there at the bottom unless somebody does something about it or he just has some bad luck. I mean, it's pretty cool. Is that uh, is is he going to be the um, the twenty twenty one version of John Shipley? Is he going to be at the end of a bunch of these things? I honestly don't think so, but you know, I I think he absolutely he's he's cut from that cloth. Um, he was in that position last year, and uh, you know he's a he's a family guy, so he just he was pretty blunt that he just really. He had a, a packed summer last year, and he really didn't have the time. 
Um, I can't stress enough to people that I don't believe you have to run them all, and I think that's the perception sometimes. Right. I, I would love nothing more than to, to see Michael um, at one of the next couple shows. And uh, like I said, if, if he's there, you know, he's always going to be there at the bottom, you know, as long as things go. We all need a little bit of luck, but uh, <laughs> he, would definitely be a, he would definitely be a contender, that's for sure. I would love nothing more. For sure. We got Matt Evans checking in online. Frankie Guy uh, out there as well. There's uh, Joey Mitchell, Scott Kiefer. Everybody tuning in. Appreciate you guys uh, continuing to support the Crash Course. On uh, Thursday last week, um, we rolled out the we rolled out the Crash Course Games page and, and laid out some of the details for the 2021 Spring Edition of the Crash Course Nationals 2. Uh, Hardcore Demolition Derby, part of that one. Jeffy's Fab Farm. And also Smash It Demolition Derbies. Uh, Lee Sager, like we said, Prodigy Gaming celebrating their second anniversary on Facebook, going to be hosting and streaming. And that was leading us to Alliance Motorsports, who had an online derby on Friday. Alliance was talking about trying to get in touch with you. By chance, have you heard from those guys, James Logston and some of that crew over there? They, they were interested in getting involved with the Unified Point Series. That Logston name, I've read somewhere in... Big fat capital letter. Shame on me. I don't know if he messaged me or. Oh. I. Okay. I can, I can promise you. I can promise you. If I ever hit the lottery, I will have a secretary, and my wife can pick whether it's a man or woman. I don't care. But uh, <laughs> I, I'm a. I'm a mess. So I have heard that name, and I try to keep track if people reach out. You know, okay. because until they send money, they're not on a necessarily a list. But. Uh, Man, I, I've seen that name in the last week, so I don't know if somebody told me that or or if he actually did reach out. Okay. Well, that's something that if if, if you haven't, you will. Awesome. <laughs> that's fantastic. That yeah. is fantastic. I I have not spent any time on the sponsors, you know, because I, I feel like we've got the year to kind of capitalize on that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I will say we've got four four I think four or five I think four new ones you know that that just reached out and they just they want to help out and be a part and so you know whether we whether we get all all of the existing back um that would be fantastic and if we don't I've always said that if you know it's got to be good for you if it's good for us you know definitely look for the win-win so mm-hmm. so if it wasn't good for anybody last year and, and they choose not to be a part of it I'd be the first to shake their hand and just thank and thank them for helping us kick off. But uh, I have not talked to anybody about about things like that. Uh, but just hopefully it's a good gauge where there's four new ones that's reached out. You know, hopefully it's a good gauge that we're we're going to have a, a pretty nice purse to give the drivers again. Well, it seems like you're uh, you're certainly trending in the right direction. We got a question coming in, Austin Nofsinger checking in. Online, good to hear from Noffy. We got uh, Rodney Friend as well. Please ask Mark if the guy who won the raffle car got a trophy or some money. That guy held that thing on the floor the whole heat, and it was great to watch. Uh, they they brought a two door. I think it was a two door Ford, right, for the raffle car. Yeah. And that thing yeah. was, it was it was dressed up in in basically oh, okay. uh, state trooper or sheriff's uh, sheriff's car colors. And George Hynote from GH Graphics decked that thing out with and, and finished the job. It looked like a patrol car. It was a sharp looking ride, and and that it dude was, that won it was that rowdy. sent it. It was rowdy. 
It, it was it was the rowdiest one that I've, I've probably ever seen at any derby as far as a raffle car goes. Yeah. It was a brand-new Collier, uh, probably Brandon's engine, and uh, I think they said they had the rev limiter set at like 8,000. You know, I, I got no reason not to believe him. It was, it was getting up there, but his name was Bill Collins, and I've never seen anybody happier to win a raffle car and somebody came down and offered him $1,500, and he just yelled, Hell no! And <laughs> his daughter got in there with him, and from the jump, I mean, he never let out of that thing. I, who knows what he tore up, but he he destroyed the car. He destroyed it. <laughs> it's excellent. Chris, that sounds like, remember, uh, I don't know how many years ago it was, remember when Pat Osmond won the round back? Yeah. yeah. Bash Bash. That was... <laughs> He proceeded to do the same thing, he, and that was a nice wagon. And they, he, got, I think the first thing he did was hit one of the bronze, and it was on from there. And when he got done, that thing, you know, it was about three quarters or maybe half the size it started out. But he took all the nice parts home, and but man, he put on a show with that thing too. That it's good to see, it's good to see guys do that when they win those cars. There's a couple of years back when Pat won that, and yep. it was uh, that was the year that that community had lost uh, Chad. Yep. I believe. And I don't think it was LeBron that he hit. I think it was Toby's dad. Um, I, I think that was – I thought it was after he retired. I I thought uh, I thought with pretty good confidence that it was – either way, I mean, the, 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 the wagon got shortened significantly. I remember it was down to the right from – from where we were standing, and uh, and at one point Pat uh, elected to hop out because the back bumper was going to uh, basically touch the back of his head. Um, yeah, that they left, got after it pretty good. They uh, they had a tough time loading what was left of that wagon up to bring it back to Dunkirk, and then they they pulled all the good pieces out. And I don't know if that wagon ever ever ran again. It would have taken Hank a little bit of welding wire to put it back together, but out there in Hank's Hank's place, weird things like that happen. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that car. That was a that was a fun that was a fun ride to watch. I think that was the first year they moved to Chillicothe. Right. Yep. It was, I think it was the first year we were there. It was right That's in so- that it was right in that time frame. Yeah, I remember uh uh Pat got out and, and his hands were shaking. Yeah. And <laughs> I believe oh man. I remember the, we caught him against the wall after he got out of that, and Pat's just got away with words. He's uh he's uh he's a country poet, and man, the way he described that car, I can't repeat it. We uh we we got a a new term of agreement with Facebook, so we can't have any profanity, otherwise we lose our ability to uh, to cash in stars and stuff like that. But if anybody wants to mention uh wants wants to know exactly what that conversation was like, I'd be happy to tell him one on one. That was that was a good time. Uh, when, when Mark was talking about that raffle car, I was reminded of uh, Jake Doyle's uh, raffle car spring when he got three or four raffle cars in a row and one with like three of them in it, and it culminated at Metal Destruction three, I yep. think. Yep. When he got a he got a two door Chevy, and um, the Lumina that he won with, he he drove it really hard, and and the two door Chevy that he got, he did not drive it particularly hard, but. The reason why is because the shift pattern is different in a in a in a GM versus a Chrysler, and he just wasn't used to it, I guess. And but he well, ended up I, winning with both of them. <laughs> yeah, but if you remember, though, the, he was having a carburetor trouble with a full size Chevy. Mm-hmm. It run for a minute and then die out. I think the floats or something. I don't know if they were stuck or just had garbage in it or something. But he was having motor trouble. But yeah, he drove that thing down to the down to the end. But it's good when you see people do that. I mean, 
you know, it just seems like a lot of times they go out there and I don't know if they shut it off to try to save the parts or what, but I mean, my thing would be if I ever won a raffle car, I would think to myself, self, you would never have the money to buy all this stuff to run like this. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to drive this thing wide open to see how long it'll last. And if I have anything left, great. And if I have anything not left, then that's, you know, who cares? And, you know, hopefully they're talking about the show I put on. So, you know, hats off to the gentleman that did that. And, uh, you know, that's, that's great. For sure. Uh, Austin Austinger, he says he stayed right the heck away from it. He didn't want any part of that raffle car. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, he tore some stuff up, and uh, I think he got a big, George had a big Happy Gilmore check, so uh, like I said, he he had his daughter, and, and they got their picture with that check. Somebody shared a TikTok or a Snapchat or something from the uh, from the far side, and it showed him, uh, him headed back, hauling the mail, and uh, when he made the hit, it looked like his daughter flew out of the front windshield. Oh. <laughs> oh, she, man. Had to, she had to have been. I remember my dad taking me on motorcycle rides and me, like, hitting him in the ribs. Like, it's a wonder I didn't make him wreck, but he's scared the crap out of me. And I bet she was scared to death in that car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I'm going to tell you, and those, you know, sons, daughters, friends that ride in Derby's cars with other people, that is that is a brave, brave proposition, and it's one that I would never do. I mean, I can't imagine, you know, just sitting there and holding on and hoping for the best. It's I can't imagine the nerves that I would have, which is may sound weird to people. You know, I, I've run for a long time, but, I, you know, I've made the mistakes and done the dumb stuff by my own hand. I, I couldn't imagine sitting there seeing a hit coming from, you know, the other side of the uh, arena going, man, what are we doing? But, you know, shout out to her, too, for doing it. That's, that's good for her. Yeah. Yeah, I'd pass out. I'd be so scared. I can promise you I'd. I, I'm on the steering wheel or nothing. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, uh, so the one thing that's changed since the last time we talked, uh, last last week I shared with you that, that Mark Klein and crew launched our 2021 uh, T-shirt, hoodie, long-sleeve tee campaign. Mm-hmm. And uh, like three days later, they... Uh, they sent me some proofs, and they took it upon themselves. I mean, I didn't even ask. They're, they just, they treat us so good. They they launched, uh, like, snapback hats, fitted hats, uh, beanies, toboggans, uh, decals. I mean, it, it, for me, it feels so exciting. Like, it, it almost feels like a full line of merchandise, and they've got all that stuff on the, on their website right now. And instead of running it for a week like like we did last year, they're going to run it until February twenty second. So oh, nice. you know, got got last last weekend out of the way. Hopefully, I can start focusing on uh, trying to push that stuff. And sure. again, a, a percentage of that, everything that's bought, a percentage of that goes to the purse. So uh, if we could beat our our freaking monstrosity sponsor at sixty nine hundred last year, if we beat that, like I would just. I'll be ecstatic. I mean, it, just to get anywhere near that is, is going to be phenomenal. Scott Kiefer said his son did it 
and it'll never do it again. <laughs> Not, <laughs> that's yeah, there's no chance. Um, so I just pulled this stuff up on, uh, there it is, on derbytees.com. And there's the long sleeve shirt, the T-shirt, the hoodie. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to juggle a couple things at the same time. I just threw that into the chat. Go ahead and find that. Everybody that's that's listening at home, if you want to, that link is in the chat. Awesome. We'll, we'll go ahead and we'll put that on the uh, the show post after the show is over with. And, and when you get your formal post put together, we'll we'll get that out there too. Um, Sunday night, we had the uh, round number six of the Budget League with the Realistic Derby Project, another another one of the video game entities. And I noticed on the walls, Derby Tees uh, was on there, and, and those guys have cut uh, a deal, uh, at least agreed in principle to a deal, with some forthcoming stuff um, for some more partnership stuff crossing over. So that was really exciting to hear. The Derby Tees is starting to branch out and get into the, the, the video game side of things. So that was kind of fun, in addition to everything else that they do. Uh, so, so that news is coming. So that was, that was kind of exciting. I was real happy for Jesse Myers and, and the folks over there that, that they were able to get that, um, that finalized and, well, I guess it's not finalized in, in total, but at least, uh, to a point where that's, that's moving towards fruition. So that was, that was good to see. Um, I, the, the Derby world continues to get smaller and smaller. I had a conversation with somebody today, uh, just, just kind of talking about like what, what the fringe stuff did in terms of pulling different different drivers into um in different populations in different parts of the country together in different ways like you've got the folks that 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 might not necessarily be into derby or they got out of it but they're still into like they do the model cars or they're trying to find something to do with their kids so maybe not power wheels but they did the rc cars and stuff with what ed brewster and gmw were doing and, and now they got the, the computer side of things. It's just, it's just really fun. It's a, it's a really fun time to be involved in Demolition Derby, you know, with the, all the challenges that we saw with the fares falling off and, and not, uh, not a whole lot of good happening in terms of the sport with COVID slowing things down. Uh, necessity breeds innovation, and that vacuum led to us having a, a, another way to get together and, and stay apart. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, uh, you know, if that was, if there could be something good that, that came out of uh, this garbage we've had for going on a year now, is that you know this this uh, um, game. I mean, it's it's more the it's it's you know basically a simulator. It's not really a game, but we'll, we'll call it a game. Um, you know, this came out at the perfect time. I mean, they they were really able to to kind of catch uh, lightning in a bottle, and you know, I've just watched some stuff. You know, some some of the the derbies that you've um, streamed and you've uh, announced and to see the number of people that are watching it, let alone are participating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's great. And, you know, it's the Derby world. Um, you know, we, we've talked before how sometimes we're our own worst enemy, you know, sometimes we really look out for each other. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like we're, we're, you know, as a whole coming together and supporting this and, um, you know, from, from what Mark mentioned about the, uh, the, the number of fans that were at the, the show over the weekend, um, you know, I, I, I just, I, I feel like things are going to open up. I mean, I don't know if it'll be uh, March or April or, but I, I think things are going to open up this year. And uh, I think when it, when they do, I think people are going to see record numbers of cars, record numbers, uh, numbers of people. Um, Cause people realize, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, when it's gone, you know, it's gone. 
Um, so, I mean, there's, you know, pe- people are going to be, uh, you know, they, they realize, you know, what the sport means to them and how much they enjoy it and, and so on and so forth. And I just feel like that, you know, when the doors open up, um, you're going to see just people everywhere and it's, it's going to be amazing. I, uh, I have lost track of time. We got Michael Kelly here waiting in the wings. Uh, we we're supposed to catch up with him at the, at the bottom of the hour here. So a few minutes late on him. 527 Unified Point Series. January 30th was the kickoff of the Wicked's uh, Redneck Rumble in Sturgis. We're off until Toast's Derby at Granite, the Granite City Show up in uh, Sauk Rapids, Minnesota, then April 24th and 25th. That is Derby Icon Spring Explosion in Portland, Indiana. April 30th and May 1st is Wicked's Urban Destruction in Evansville. That was where that RDP Derby was this weekend. A bunch of folks that were watching in live chat said right off the bat, that's, that, that's, uh, that's Wicked's team track from... Uh, from uh, Urban Destruction, and, and sure enough, that's that's looked just like the track. Uh, Toast River City Rampage is May 7th and 8th in Henry, Illinois. May 15th is Hardcore's Mini, uh, excuse me, May Meltdown in Stoneboro. May 28th through 30th, Smash It's Bash for Cash in Chillicothe. And then the week after that, Smash It's Back on the Schedule, June 5th and 6th with the Street Stock Madness Show in Washington Courthouse. June the 12th is Hardcore's Destruction on the Knob in Markleysburg. And then Toast is back on the Schedule, June 25th. As part of a doubleheader weekend, he's got the Bartholomew County Fair in Columbus, Indiana, and then Rouse Promotions has the Wayne County Fair in Portland on the 26th. So uh, at risk of chasing you off here, whoops, didn't mean to do that. We want to do that, and then we want to do that. There we go. At risk of chasing you off here, Mark, was there anything that we needed to get to or that we didn't, didn't, didn't hit on quite yet? No, sir. Nope, nope. That was a... I believe we got everything, and and I would just encourage people that uh, we are working on the website just to get those things up to date and get that machine running again and and uh, prepare for April. <laughs> well, we wish you the best. It's uh, it is the, the floodgates are open at this point. It's uh, full steam ahead. Yep, yep. I, I appreciate you guys making some time for us tonight and. Uh, Enjoy talking to Mr. Mr. Michael Kelly, back-to-back Redneck Rumble champion. Awesome. We sure do appreciate it, Mark. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. See you, Chris. See you, Brian. See you now. Have a good one. There goes Mark Elliott checking in. We'll be getting some updates with him uh, as well here as the weeks go forward as we as we get some more of these dates. Uh, unfortunately, that um, – uh, NDDA Derby, the Bluegrass Bash, off the schedule for this year and has been rescheduled for 2022. And we're going to be talking to Michael Kelly here in a moment. So, Chris, have you been doing any running or have you just been announcing? No, uh, we've been been laying some groundwork for stuff, so it's been a little bit more challenging, trying to get everything in line so that we can get entries open and get our event sprout accounts all up to date and everything so it's uh it's going to be a challenge we are going to hey michael can i put you in um just to touch on that real quick uh so we've been trying to put everything together so that all the registrations and stuff will will run smoothly we got the raffle cars in place um coke Coke Performance came on board, and they're going to be partnering on one of the one or two of the raffle cars. And then we're going to the San Felipe Smash uh, fundraiser is going to be that weld car again this year. That's going to be a, a spot in the weld class feature, uh, plus a TV, 50 inch TV. Going to go to the winner of that. 
<laughs> so that, that, that'll be fun. Uh, RJ Roush won that in the fall. So we're going to do that one more time. And then uh, the, we're going to get some money to, to give over to San Filippo. Hopefully that'll work out well and we can make a, a bit of a donation to that cause because that's something that's close to us. And uh, we certainly want to want to try to give back where we can. Absolutely. So Michael Kelly joining us on the phone. Michael Kelly, two-time back-to-back winner of the Metric DP class over at the Redneck Rumble. Certainly has a pretty nice ring to it, doesn't it, Michael? Oh, yeah. How y'all doing tonight? We're doing okay, man. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> so, not bad, not bad. Tell us a little bit about this. I mean, we know how hard it is to double up in at your county fair. You go on an awful big stage and an awful heavy class, and everybody knows that you're there, and you come away with the second one in a row. Man, uh, the last two years, hell, just everything fell into place down there. Uh, you know, all my equipment held up for me, and it, like I said, it just fell into place for me. Is your is your combination one of the high dollar setups, and and it's one of those things that you bought all the right pieces and got them working in the right order so that you can find success in a DP class, or is this something where a lot of this stuff was fabricated at home in the garage? No, uh, my cradle and engine engine our engine protector and training brace and stuff is from Ingram mm-hmm. and uh, engine builder Nick Garlow. Uh, got a couple engines from him that just perform flawless. Nine in, nine out for me. <clears throat> uh, Josh Adams killer transmission, and then of mm-hmm. course he and uh, NLR and NEGRAF for you know all the bolt-in necessities you gotta have. Sure. Well, that uh, it certainly sounds like it was one of those pieces that was built to win, put that together with a purpose, and, and drove it down. Did you feel at all like you were going to have a – did you sense that you had a target on your back going into this one? No, man. I, I went down there with, you know, uh, you know, probably a handful of good buddies that I knew would have my back if something went down and, you know, it, it fell in the, you know, in the place. <clears throat> Uh, I think we got down seven or eight cars, <clears throat> and uh, we still had, you know, Lakai was with me, uh, Cody Clumkey, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, also had uh, Hunter Braden there, you know, there were seven or eight cars left, and at that point I knew, you know, one of us had a pretty good shot of pulling it off. Was it was it luck of the draw that that you got to pull the straw and and everybody else shut down so that you could get there, or did it come down to you were slugging on some buddies? No, I mean just uh, I think Hunter and uh, Cody they both uh, lost busted front hubs and Lakai lost the transmission at six seventh place. Mm-hmm. So it was fortunate didn't have to battle buddies for the, you know the win and tear each other's equipment up. Uh, are they going to let you run next year? Oh, did we lose you? Are you there, Michael? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Are, are your buddies going to let you run, or is it somebody else's turn? Oh, I, I would say we all go back down there. We plan <laughs> to, possibly. What else does the season look like for you? I mean, obviously there's some uncertainty with the COVID stuff at some of the county fair levels, but some of these standalone shows with uh, with what the Unified Point Series is doing, and then beyond that, there's there's still events that are going to be happening. How many shows are you going to run this year? Uh, honestly, I don't have a clue, man. Last year I went to Metal Mayhem and then ran seven or eight fair shows, and 
uh, if you would have told me at the end of the year that I would have ran eight or nine derbies, I would have told you, or, you know, at the beginning of the year I was going to run eight or nine derbies, I would have told you it was crazy <laughs> with the corona breaking out like it did. Sure. Uh, it's hard to, you know, most of the cars I build are purpose-built to a set of rules, and it's mm-hmm. hard to, you know, start on a car and have it tied to that set of rules, and then that derby cancel. <clears throat> And then, you know, there's so many different sets of rules that you, you build the, like, Sturgis, the Dixon stuff. You know, you can't take that car to Metal Mayhem or, you know, pretty much anywhere else around home. All, all the shows around here went stock. So, mm-hmm. um, not sure. I mean, like I said, I guess we're we're riding the Corona to see what happens. <laughs> Do you prefer that heavier build? I, I like it. I like being able to take the front end and feed it to somebody if I got to if someone gets gets after me right <laughs> um, what's your what's your preferred car uh I don't think you can beat a 9802 yeah Vic Merck you know either one of those yeah that's the same thing that Brian always tells me yeah I love right. those 9802 Vicks <laughs> right yeah Brian's Brian's never like had the opportunity to build one of those to its full potential out here so um he hasn't he hasn't really messed around with those. He still focuses on the seventies Chrysler stuff. We're we're a little behind the times out here in New York. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you don't find much of that most of the time. You you know, you can find ninety eight oh two VIX on marketplace or here or there pretty easily, readily available for, you know, four or five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And I mean I think especially for like the D P class, they they make a good car. I, I think they make a good car if you can run it stock too. I mean, there's there's certainly uh, certainly space for them at the table, no matter what your rule package is. Um, right, Ron, right. Ron McClung's done some work with those before, and we've seen him get into those uh, mid '90s Fords as well, uh, and 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 do a good job with them. So I mean, those those Fords, it really is a uh, one of those um, Swiss Army knife type cars. No matter what you build it to, it it can hold its own. Yes, for sure. I agree with that. How is it that you came to get into demolition derby? It's always it's always fun to learn the background and and what people uh, were exposed to in terms of them getting into the hobby. You know, usually it was family or it was the county fair looked fun, so they got a junk car and, and got into it. And all, all of a sudden, you know, they're they're running these these shows with high end motors and all this engine armor and stuff. How'd you get into it? Man, uh, my grandpa worked at a filling station for a mechanic for uh, Tim Kaufman mm-hmm. and. Uh, I guess he was my idol growing up. And then uh, you had Ron Steepro and Lloyd Kirkland. They're both from my hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I grew up watching them guys run. Uh, and I always wanted to do it. When I got 16, I done it. And I probably sucked for five or six years. I wasn't worth a damn. <laughs> and uh, finally, you know, started doing better and better. Oh. Uh, I bought an 03 off Tommy Crash. Uh, mm-hmm. probably 2014, ran around uh, like a heavy kicker build. Got mm-hmm. a bunch of seat time, and uh, I ain't never looked back, I guess. Does the does the heavy kicker car help you get better as a driver? I think seat time is a very va- valuable thing mm-hmm. in any, you know... Just in and out of situations. Sure. Regardless of what kind of car you're in, you know, there's always 
this situation or that situation or maneuvering the car out of a, a bind, you know? Right. That's one thing that I think um, a lot of people have lost and get frustrated with today is because, I mean, you know, back in the day, I'm an old guy, real old. So, you know, <laughs> um, there wasn't a lot of parts, but, you know, guys had tricks that did this and tricks that did that. And nobody shared. Well, now, you know, with the Internet and people, you know, freely share information, it's, it's not a big a secret. And, you know, you, you can buy all the parts, but. You know, people buy these parts and spend this money, and then they go out there and sit sideways in the middle of the track and get run over, and they don't understand, you know, why. And, you know, people just – and they get frustrated. And, you know, I've seen them get out of the sport. I mean, I know a couple of guys that have spent boatloads of money and, you know, ran for two or three years and didn't get the, the results they wanted and just got out of it. And, I mean, that's – it doesn't – if, if it's motorsports, it doesn't matter, you know, what, what, what type it is. You have to have seat time. You got to – you know, you, you got to know how you yeah. handle situations. You got to be able to handle the stress. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely think, you you know, you said it just right. I mean, you, you just you got to get out there and learn and experience. And I think that's that's the biggest thing to being successful. Yeah, I agree with you, dude. <laughs> the, one of the things that uh, I'm trying to remember now, I think it was where Robbie Brown used to tell Josh was you got to lose 100 derbies before you're ready to win one. Yeah. Right. It's, it's true. I mean, you, uh, you got to get educated a few times. I mean, you know, it's, and it's, and it, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are. So sooner or later, you know, you're, you know, at some point you've, you know, somebody's educated you in one way or another. So, um, you have to take it, you know, you have to take the, the bad days and learn from it and move on. So, you know, there's, there's no easy way to get to win. And that's for sure. What what was your first yep. car? My first car, yeah, uh, probably an '89 Merc square body. I ran uh, <laughs> me and my grandpa. You know, he helped me build it out of his shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we took that 30250 in it and took uh, you know 02 barrel intake Rochester carburetor with a Mister Gasted adapter and a old points distributor and put in it and ran it. And I ran around with it for. Hell, I don't know, half of a summer, ran eight or nine shows, didn't last maybe 40 minutes and eight or nine shows, you know. <laughs> Doing some quick math, it sounds so, about five minutes a show. <laughs> right, yeah, it was, it was it was fun, but it was, you know, hell, I didn't know what I was doing. I just stuck with it. Uh, Tanner Longus is in the chat right now. He says that you're the best wheel man around. Is that true? Man, uh... I don't know about that. I just, <laughs> I, I tell you, I, I got a good buddy, Stephen Couch, and uh, I call him the preacher. He uh, He's opened my eyes <clears throat> in the driving seat. Uh, just, just you know, we talk, and what are you doing in this situation or that situation? And just some hour-long conversations uh, just helped my driving out tons, you know, in the last few years. That's, uh, uh, you know, his, his old man been derbying since probably late, early nineties, late eighties. And, you know, he grew up around it and, uh, you know, that, that having someone give you tips and, you know, on, you know, driving and just, just open them, open your eyes to things you wouldn't even think of. Did, uh, that, that means a lot. Did you ever, uh, you, 
you put that first car out of your out of your grandfather's shop. Did you guys ever get to run the same derby together? My grandpa, no, he he never derbied. Uh, no, he never did. He just uh, was a mechanic, and uh, okay. that was uh, growing up. He was one of the only ones in the family that had a shop, so that's where where I built that and hung out over the summers. So, so did your dad derby? No, no. Like I said, uh, I just. Uh, <laughs> My grandpa worked for a, a, a local guy that derbies and uh, kind of followed around when I was younger, and I just loved it. I, I, you know, there's uh, the adrenaline rush we get, uh, you know, derby, and I, I just just like it, man. So <clears throat> I, I just wanted to make it clear that, that he didn't there, and I was wondering what he thought about you um, you and, and, and your grandfather um, helping you get into organized car accidents on a regular basis. <laughs> Yeah. What, what you did? Uh, <laughs> you know, it was a family thing. My mom and dad all, you know, pitched in. Uh, yeah. The, you know, I kind of do it on my own. Uh, he don't help much anymore. He's had a pacemaker since, so he can't have a, you know, he can't run a welder or nothing like that. So, uh, you know, I kind of, kind of do it on my own now. Uh, I have a good friend Jordan Stanley that helps me, mm-hmm. helps me out a lot. And uh, other than that, that's that's about all that comes to my shop. And you mentioned Steepro a minute ago. Is that is that Chris Ron? De- is that that's Chris? That Chris Steepro is the old man. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> they they ran Dent and stuff back in the day, and absolutely, you know. Yeah, we, we've heard that Steepro name once or twice. Yep. Right. <laughs> what was the? Yeah. There's a carpet carpet sponsor on the side of that car. Denny's carpet for Chris's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a little uh, old carpet store uh, downtown Gordon here. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, they've been running that for years. Very cool. Yeah, I couldn't remember it there. Uh, he ended up uh... second, and uh, Buddy Heat, him and Dave Lucas. Yeah, but um, I'm trying to go back through. I think it was twenty. I think it was twenty. 19 that he 19 won. he won bash yeah that's that's yep that was the memory yes, i was trying to recall yep oh chris is a, a good friend of mine he's a craft, crafty old dude for sure <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way of putting it he's a he's a lot of fun yeah. to watch if if you appreciate a good derby and you're not going to sit there and complain that, that they're not going full tilt into one another and, and and you can appreciate the chess match that is a guy that can put on a very very entertaining derby Right. Oh, yeah. Man, I was actually going through inspection at the team show, and or not the team show, but Sturgis, and Dixon was looking my car over, and one of the guys come up, you know, they were running, they were running two inspection lines, mm-hmm. and I guess Chris was going through inspection, and boy come up, and he told Dixon, you know, uh, Chris is through inspection right now. He's really picked us apart to the rules <laughs> i later talked to dixon dixon said he was you know he was he was right on the rules he was in, in the rules he just you know picked them apart he's a crafty old dude For sure. <laughs> well uh, i know we talked about the buddies and we talked about some of your background there is there anybody else that you wanted to make mention of uh from out there at home uh you know my girlfriend megan for putting up with all the time in, in the shop I, I probably spend way too much time out there more than I should. 
Well, man, congratulations. That is that is an accomplishment that uh, not everybody gets to do, to come away with back-to-back wins and a high-profile show like like uh, Wicked Derby's Redneck Rumble. That was that was really exciting to see. Congratulations on that. Right. Thank you. Um, we'll, uh, if there's... If we haven't got anything else to to hit on, we're uh, we're getting late in the show here. We're gonna have to get out of here. Uh, but I appreciate right. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. You got some fans tuning in. Ryan Ostrander never gets old watching Michael Kelly on track. Excellent driver. So that's from Ryan Ostrander. Right. Yeah, he he builds the best training cooler out in, in my <laughs> eyes. He does a good job. I've had two or three of them. Been running them for probably four or five years now, I guess, and. Keeps the training good and cool. Awesome. Well, Michael, man, congratulations yeah. again. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, let us know how the rest of the summer goes. If you get to get in any more derbies, if you find any more luck, we'll be watching the radar for your name again. All right. Thank you. Congratulations. We'll see you now. Have a good one, man. There goes Michael Kelly, popular driver, coming away with the win, second in a row in the DP class at Redneck Rumble. Uh, we are getting low on time. I saw on the schedule there was a, uh, another show coming in here tonight, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna have to stay pretty close to our our deadlines. Uh, congratulations! Just want to hit on a couple drivers on the uh, on the RDP side of things. Um, Vito Brandon Reimer uh, ended up getting a win over there at the virtual um, Vanderburg County Fairgrounds in Evansville. So he won on Sunday over Derek Creetlow in a uh, in a bang bang finish with his round back over the Ford. And then uh, Joey Needham came up with a win in the King of Ohio event. That was uh, the event that Nick King, uh, the inspector, Brian, you remember Nick King? He, 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 he has a promotion organization now online, and he had a derby. And then uh, Johnny Shanks. Johnny Shanks came up with a win the, from Platte City, Missouri. He came up with a win over at, uh, at Alliance Motorsports Friday Night Showdown and uh, took home, I think he took home 500 bucks of real cash, cash in hand for, for that win over there, so that wasn't too bad. No, that's, uh, that's pretty good for a you know, simulated demolition derby. Yep, can't, uh, can't fault that much at all. And, and there's some more good things coming. I was trading some messages with Jesse Myers last night, uh, just kind of doing a spot check, how everything went, and uh, some very, very exciting things on the, uh, on the horizon. I, I trust that you watched at least a little bit of the Royal Rumble this weekend. Um, I, we watched everything, but the final match, we haven't watched the actual rumble match yet. Um, it was getting late. So Nick went to bed, but, um, we were talking about watching it tonight, but now that I found the late model race after I get off the phone with you, um, my full attention will probably be on that. So, I mean, I know one, unfortunately, um, but, um, I have not seen the match. So we'll have to see what happens. It was, uh, it was pretty good. Um, I, I haven't had a chance to check in. Uh, with our buddy T.J. McCulloch to find out if, if he watched it yet. No, no Mercy coming up April 23rd and 24th, 2021. Friday is the three-man compact heats, 80s pro stock heats, and the half-ton trucks and SUVs. The last chance events are on Saturday, along with the youth compact division, which is 800 to win the Imperials, which is 2,000 to win minivan, truck, and mini SUV, 1,200 to win full-size team one and the dead man compact, 70s and 80 pro stocks, part of Saturday's card, three-man compact team feature, which is 6,000 to win full-size mercenaries one and done 3,000 to win online deadmanderby.com. We ran through the unified point series stuff already. One of those dates is street stock madness. The Fayette County fairgrounds in Washington courthouse, Ohio, the home to that one for smash it. 
June the 5th, gates open at noon. The Derby's at 6. June the 6th, the gates open at noon, and the Derby's at 3. Four-man teams, there's 20 spots. They opened up today. 6,000, 3,000, 1,600 back through the top three. Pro stock, they're taking 40 entries, 4,000, 2,000, 1,000 through the top three. The card also has the full-size street stock, the full, uh, uh, the compact street stock, and then the minivan, mini SUV, mini truck street stocks, 30 per class, 1,000 to win there. Want to make mention of Jeffy's Fab Farm. Jeffy's Fab Farm. Whoops. Hang on before we do that. Additional details for the Smash It Derby uh, is online, smashitderby.com. Jeffy's Fab Farm, the Camarina box, all of the uh, all the odds and ends that you need. Started out with a plan of just making some headers for buddies. Now it has exploded into an international sensation. Running business over the border in Canada, uh, on the other side of the continent of North America, all over the United States, recognized as an industry leader in all manner of fabrication needs. Jeffy's Fab Farm specialized in the LS conversions. And uh, but earned the major derby cred with the header offerings. They got the four-cylinder Camry engine mounts out, so those are uh, those are something everybody's been snapping up pretty quick. They just refined uh, one of their throttle linkage mounts. That's a, a pretty good deal. The store offers bumper-to-bumper selection, including fuel and air parts, suspension and transmission items, steering components, pedal shifter switches, and gauges. If you need it, you can find it on the farm, JeffiesFabFarm.com. And I knew we were missing one. I gotta slide that up here so we can find it. That way we don't overlook it. Here we go. The Hardcore Tour. A couple of these dates you heard about on the Unified Point series as well. May 15th is May Meltdown in Stoneboro, Pennsylvania. June the 12th is Destruction on the Knob. June the 26th is Mayhem on the Mountain in Farmington, Pennsylvania. July 10th is Destruction on the Knob. July 24th, King of the Hill at the Jacktown Fair. And then you can see the rest of a very, very busy schedule for as part of the 2021 Hardcore Tour. The 2021 Hardcore Championships are set for the final confrontation in Dunbar, Pennsylvania, September 25th and 26th. $10,000 to win, $3,000 Jeffy's Fab Farm Mad Dog Award that night. It's going to be the culmination of the point series. Awesome program, front to back. You want to get in on that one. Stay up to date online, hardcorederbypromotions.com for details on that one. So uh, I had a whole thing that I was going to get into, but we are out of time on that. We'll table that. And uh, we can come back to that next time. Brian, any final thoughts? No, just uh, sound like they had a good show over the weekend. Hopefully that continues. Uh, you know, the, the derby game is, uh, is keeping you pretty busy. So <laughs> hopefully next week I'll be back in the studio and we can, uh, we can carry on. Well, happy Groundhog Day. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we see you next week and, and you don't get snowed in for the next week because we've got quite the storm ripping through New York right now. Yeah, it's funny you mention that. My brother just sent my sent us a group text, and he uh, his son, my nephew, lives in Long Island, and he said right now they have 22 inches of snow in his driveway. Oh boy! Yeah, so I let him know to let his nephew or let Justin know his son that they can keep all that snow. We don't need any of it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't see that kind of snow tonight. Yeah, I would be content not seeing that much. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa shared a post that said. Uh, 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 Mother Nature can keep in mind if there's not enough snow to close school, we don't want any of it. Yeah, I saw, I saw that post <laughs> one morning. That would be funny. Yep. All right. Well, if anybody in the everybody in the chat is good, uh, we're gonna move on out of here. We appreciate again the, all the support. Make sure you like, share, follow, and subscribe. Get the alerts to when we come live, week in and week out on Mondays. We look forward to it. Again, thoughts out to Elvis Thumb, and, uh, and hopefully your mom recovers, man. We're, we're certainly thinking about you out here. That's gonna do it for this one. Episode number 341 is in the books. We will see everybody again next week. Thanks for watching. 
Crash Course Live is presented by Smash It Demolition Derby, who host Bash for Cash, Blizzard Bash, and Capital City Carnage. Online at smashitderby.com. And Stirring Dirt Racing, host of May Mania's team show at the Golden Spike Arena in Ogden, Utah. Online at stirringdirtracing.com. Reckless Abandoned Derby Apparel and Derby Inc. Magazine. This is the Crash Course Demolition Derby Podcast, recorded live at the FigureLinks1.com studios in downtown Seneca Falls, New York. 